Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. Certainly looking uh, to continue this winning streak for South and St. Joe again. Winners of 15 games on the year. They're 15-8, and eight and they have won nine of their last ten. In fact, the last three in a row that they've uh, won, they've averaged 88 points a game. Heck, you don't hear those kind of numbers in high school basketball anymore. Yeah, no, that's that's really impressive. But then, you you know, you take a look at, at, at maybe who they played there. So, so those were games maybe that, that you could probably score a lot of points in. Uh, they average 69, they give up 55, but then you're going against, uh, you know, a, a very premier defensive team in the state of Indiana. Uh, the Cavemen only give up 46 points a game. Uh, Penn gave up 44 points a game. And so, and so probably three of the elite teams defensively in the state are ranked in this order. Concord uh, gives up maybe 40 points a game. Penn 44 and Mishawaka 46. So they're not getting 80 tonight. The K-Men will really guard you. And uh, I mean, I'm I mean, I'm looking for a dogfight in this game tonight. Starting lineups being introduced down on the floor, and the starters for visiting South Bend St. Joe. Nick Shrewsbury, yes, the son of Micah Shrewsbury, head coach of the University of Notre Dame. Nick Shrewsbury, six foot four sophomore, averages seven point six points per game. Jerry Barza is the point guard. He's a 5'11 senior, averaging 2.5 points per game. Leading scorer for St. Joe is Chase Konezhny, 6'3 junior, averaging 19.4 points, 9.5 rebounds, and 2.5 assists per ball game. He had 22 a year ago in this contest that Mishawaka won at St. Joe in overtime, 63-60. Rounding out the starting combination, one of the best athletes we will see all year long is 6'3 senior Jace Lee, a magnificent baseball player averaging 15 points five rebounds two assists and Braylon White 6-2 sophomore who averages four per game rounds out the starting combo Mishawaka's iron five of starters Jackson Snyder Cooper Pritchard Rasan Johnson Brady Fisher Anthony Nelson and the opening tip is controlled by St. Joe and they will go on an automatic alley-oop over top of everybody and it's laid up and in by Jace Lee you know that was a play that was well designed on the chalkboard and probably practiced many a times in practice and St. Joe leads two zip Pritchett drives right of the lane leans in double team back outside to Jackson Snyder Mishawaka grab it goes right to left here on the radio and for our friends on the Mishawaka network and they're in their home whites with the maroon trim and silver accessories Lob Johnson right of the lane Brady down on the post leads it against Lee fades fires air ball missed just barely touches the twine and the rebound St. Joe Indians will run with it Barza center floor Jace Lee from NBA range launches misses loose ball rebound chick down by Brady Fisher long pass up the floor Cooper Pritchett with an alley-oop of the K-Men own maybe didn't have the high arc on it but Rasad Johnson assists Cooper ties it at two nice job Caveman got to get some transition baskets in this game, and that's a great start for him. Deep left wing area. It is Braylon White. Hands it outside. Konezhny from three. Connects. Chase Konezhny, who averages nearly 20 a game in the 1,000-point club already. And, folks, he's just a junior. 
High lob up the floor. Fisher to Jackson. He'll dribble a paint. Double team, triple team. Then he'll dribble out of traffic. Back to the center circle and reset the K-Man offense. 5-3 St. Joe. We played 90 seconds. Snyder flips in center floor to Rasan. Rasan picked up man-to-man by Kavishny. He'll dribble, penetrate, backdoor bounce pass. All alone, Jackson Snyder lays it up and in. Nice feed by Rasan Johnson. Rasan took it on a little bit of a drive. Got some help to come to him. Found the open player, Jackson Snyder. He knocks it in. 5-4 for St. Joe. Kinejny, top of the circle, defended by Rasan. There's a screen, jump pass out. Shrewsbury, three, launches, misses. Long rebound out, pulled down by Brady Fisher. Bobbled it, regained it, runs on the floor. Steps around the defender, put it up and in, but no basket. They'll call Brady Fisher for the travel. Turnover, Mishawaka. As I look to the bench here, Bodie Bender just folded the palms down. I saw it too. Slow down a little bit. Get a good possession. And, I mean... I like it when when the cavemen run a little bit because they get good looks. Barza dribbles to the middle of the lane. Bounce pass left side. Ball deflected and knocked out of bounds. Good defense there. Brady Fisher downing or doubling down there on Braylon White with some help from one of his teammates. Brady Fisher really long at 6'4". Got long arms. Really strong. Put together well. Inbound, say Joe. They lead it by one. 5'40 first quarter here. With Ron Heklinski, I'm Brian Miller, and glad to have you with us on the radio and on the Mishawaka Network. Dribble right in the lane. Kinejny turns, hesitates, spins, jumps, shoots, misses. Loose ball rebound on the floor. Knocked around and saved just barely from the uh, out-of-bounds area by Rasan Johnson. Gives it to the backcourt now. Jackson Snyder dribbles through traffic. Lost the handle. Ball stripped away. It is Jason Lee. He'll take it down, going for the dunk. And he's not fouled, but has the shot blocked from behind by one of two K-Man defenders. Well, I'm surprised he... That there wasn't a foul called there. A lot of, I mean, a lot of contact. Eric Gaff agrees with you. Yeah, no, no, I know he doesn't. And uh, Jay Slee tried to dunk that from maybe 10 feet out. Take it in, get two, right? 5-4 St. Joe. Inbounds right under the basketball. Deflected by Brady and stolen by Jackson Snyder. Jackson on the push. Dribbles to the right point. Bounce pass to Cooper. Double team back out to Snyder. Looks for the hook pass in. Nothing there. Back center floor resets. Nelson, left of the lane to Rasan. Rasan top of the circle to Brady. Brady goes right side to Jackson Snyder. Five minutes to play in our first quarter. 5-4 St. Joe. Top of the circle now. Shake, bake, dribble. Rasan reverses back out center floor. Top side goes to Brady. Turns, fakes a spin move. In the paint, pivots, pivots, leads in. Backdoor cutter. Cooper up off the rim. No and a foul. Nice back cut by Coop. After uh, Brady Fisher picked that ball up, I thought he had a little up and under move when he picked it up, but found Cooper on a back cut, and uh, Cooper will beat the free throw line. He's looking to knock a couple in here. Nick Shrewsbury picks up his first foul, games first for any of the two teams. And at the free throw line, Cooper Pritchett will head to the stripe, and he'll fire the free throw just off the side of the rim, no good. Coop averages 9.7. He had 13 and a nice effort Tuesday in the loss here to the Kingsman. And a substitution, Elijah King, 6'2 freshman, will sub in for Nick Shrewsbury. Shrewsbury's a sophomore, King's a freshman. They got some good players coming up for the, the St. Joe team. Not the Indians, the St. Joe team. Bridget hits the second of two free throw tries, and it's a not 5-5 tie. Center floor, Kadejny, defended by Rasan, goes center floor to King, dribbles around. Kicks it on the wing left. Barza, dribble penetrates, little floating layup. Misses, rebound, Anthony Nelson. Outlets it to Cooper, one on two. Pritchett, alley-oop to Rasan. Over, leads him and out of bounds to the 
Indians or to say Joe. My apologies. Yeah, so when, you, when you're doing high school games for 40 years, they will always be the St. Joe hey, Indians. Hey, I, I, no I, disrespect. I am a St. Joe Indian. I know Come you on, are. man. But so I don't know if I like that lob pass there. I mean, I, I mean, points are big here. I mean, just get two. Both, just get both two. Both teams kind of ramped up here, each looking for their 16th win of the season. St. Joe's 15 and 8, Cave Manor 15 and 7. Kineshny in the free throw circle, defended by Landon John. Step back jumper, rimming high in the air. Brady Fisher literally took it out of Braylon White's hands. Brady will now walk it up the floor against the defender, Garza. Turns, spins, great move. Brady hands it off. Trey Thomas, easy lay-in for two. What a dribble penetration and an assist to Brady Fisher. Trey Thomas off the bench with his first two, and Mishawak up 7-5. Great play by Fish. St. Joe doesn't get to the help side as well as the caveman does, and that's got to be a travel, a jump ball. That's got to be something. And three guys swallowed the whistle. Wow. That was great defense by Jack Troyer. That should have been a travel on Kineshny. Instead, he gets the back, the basket rather, ties this game at seven. Center floor for the Cavemen. They'll set the offense. Jackson Snyder, hash mark right side. Top side to Landon Johns. Johns dribbles to the right, looks for a cutter. Nothing there. Back out right wing to Trey. Trey Thomas with the basketball. Center floor now to Landon. 3-10 to go in the first period. Not at seven. Landon Johns on the runner. Kind of falling out of bounds on the baseline. Throws it up. No rebound. Barza. Barza up the four feet inside. Shot for White. Pulled up. Partially blocked. Loose ball rebound. Mishawaka. Brady dribbles out of the crowd. Jumps on the basketball. Loose ball picked up. And there's a travel as Braylon White fell on the ball. But rolled. Rolled to probably gain some momentum and some ability to pass the basketball. Eric Gaff not sold on the call. The officials called it a back and over, and I'm not sure he, he had possession to do that. I don't think so either. Now, a travel, yeah. I not, would agree I mean, with Not an travel. over and back. 7-7 seven, seven tie, 2.50 first quarter. Jackson Snyder in the K-man forecourt. Between the legs with the dribble. Looks to the left side, goes left side to Brady. Picked up there by Brashawn Woods, who subbed in on the last dead ball. Dribble drive, Trey Thomas, hard to the glass, up and good. Great job of getting the defender on his hip. And Trey off the bench with a Sparks had four. Not a lot of help side for St. Joe, so any of those rip drives by Trey Thomas, Cooper Pritchett, or Brady Fisher, they'll get an opportunity to score those. Jace Lee, deep left side or right side, rather, with the basketball. Steps back, he'll launch a three, he'll rattle it off the iron note. Rebound to Shawaka. Landon Johns comes out of a pile with it. Racing to the forecourt. Double team, got stepped into the middle of a double team, and on the dribble... And the youngster made that same mistake Tuesday in a critical situation against Penn. And here, Landon dribbles into a little trap, and St. Joe will take advantage, tie him up into a jump ball. We always say you got to learn from your mistakes, but you're exactly right. Uh, an almost identical place on the court against Penn. Inbounds, Brady Fisher. Long bounce pass right wing. Gives to Trey. Turns, spins, leans into the basket. Cuts it back outside. Tries to hand it away to Brady. Stolen by St. Joe. Lob up the floor. King. Left side, gives it underneath to Woods. Double team, jump pass out to Kinezhny, defended by Troyer. Kinezhny, step back three, forces it, and connects. He kind of shredded off Jack Troyer, and Kinezhny with a long NBA range three makes it 10-9 St. Joe. Big time up and rise and knock that deep, deep three in, and, and now a foul. St. Joe defensively with a reach-in foul on number 34, Elijah King. Elijah King, a 6-2 freshman, uh, playing in this intensity, energy, high-energy type of 
high school varsity basketball game. He's played in 22 ball games this year, averaging just under eight points and two and a half rebounds. He knows what he's doing out there. Jackson Snyder works at right side, picked up by Shrewsbury, who's back in the St. Joe lineup. Jack Troyer, shake and bake, moved out, dribbles to the top of the circle. Gives up his dribble. Back outside to Jackson Snyder, picked up by Shrewsbury. Now we're at a minute 23, first quarter, 10-9 our score. South Bend St. Joe with the lead. Jackson looks to the left. St. Joe packing it back in now into a 2-3 zone look. Although a little matching up going on now. Fisher in the circle, gives to Trey. Foul on extension right side to Troyer. Troyer fakes, dribbles, takes it on to Kineshny, bounces up to the basket, gives to the Brady, lays it up and in. Good post dribble drive by Jack Troyer. He'll get an assist. Brady Fisher with his first points. Quickly up the floor. The St. Joe Indians hustle it back up. And a ball under the basket to Woods. And Woods takes it to the hoop, and he's hammered by Landon Johns. Johns first. That is just the first foul on Mishawaka. St. Joe got the ball out from the score and got up the court in a hurry. And uh, Woods took a hard shot there, but gets two free throws for his efforts. The left-hander fires the first one softly up and in. First free throw attempt for St. Joe tonight. Rashawn Woods, a 6'1 junior. He averages 7.9 points and three rebounds a game. A 70% free throw shooter on the season. He'll miss this one off the iron wide right and is rebounded by Brady Fisher. Here comes backcourt full court pressure now by St. Joe. Right at the midcourt trap, Jackson Snyder will force his way around the defender. And the ball knocked out of bounds by SJHS. That's a very, I mean, that's a very difficult place to pick the ball up there because the sideline acts like another defender. Backcourt lob in the inbound. Brady Fisher with the honors to Jackson Snyder. Fisher sets up the half-court offense. Mishawaka and St. Joe nodded 11-11. And each of these clubs looking for win number 16 on the season. What if we're going to have a thriller like the JV game was because that game went overtime. It's all St. Joe win on a buzzer beater by James Eater, a six-foot sophomore, basically beat the clock to win 55-52. Now Eric Gaff is not happy with the officials not starting the... 10 second count up the floor. Jackson Snyder on the attack into the free throw circle. Ball bobble, retained. Turn around, jumper's done. Trey Thomas hits the jumper. There's the horn. It wasn't pretty, but the effect is perfect. And a buzzer beater by Mishawaka gives the Cavemen the lead. Trey Thomas with a six point as we go to the quarter break. After one from the Cave, Mishawaka 13, St. Joe 11. You're in tune with Caveman Basketball. 96 won the ton and the Mishawaka Network. But the cavemen can get to the basket whenever they want because St. Joe's help side defense isn't as strong. All to the position of St. Joe. They work it on the baseline and a running reverse layup attempt missed by Jace Lee. Rebound cavemen. They'll look to add to their two-point advantage here on their opening possession of period two. Trey Thomas. Lob underneath. Cooper catches, leans back, fires it up around the defender, up and in. Really nice post lob. But Pritchett, after a little breather there late first quarter, has his fifth point. Trey Thomas playing really well right now for the Cayman offensive foul by Elijah King, the freshman, as he took the ball hard to the middle and pushed off with his off arm. So that is that, his second. And that is the third turnover for the, the St. Joe High School team. Inbounds to Mishawaka. Jack Troyer. Landon John. Jackson Snyder, Cooper Pritchett, Trey Thomas on the floor. Shot the timeline. Now Jackson Snyder dribbles across, and just as he does so, Elijah King picks his pocket, runs it down, and popcorn dunks it. 
two-handed slam. Elijah King, 15-13 on the steal and the Mishawaka turnover. St. Joe pulls within a pair. High lob left corner. Trey Thomas gets it from outside. Dribbles to the wing. Goes left point now to Jackson. Dribbles to the top of the circle now. Interesting defensive rotation by St. Joe. Moments it looks like a zone, then all of a sudden they're matching it all up straight up man-to-man. Jack Troyer, left corner, Landon Johns, long range, missed three, chased down on the knee. Landon Johns collects it, turns, pivots twice, outside to Pritchett. Cooper resets the offense center floor. Jackson, right side now to Troyer. Top of the circle again to Jackson. Snyder, the point guard, looks to dribble inside, nothing there. Little switch on the Sancho defense, but Snyder continues his dribble at the top of the circle. 6.15 and a half out to Landon Johns. He'll throw up a long-range three and connect. There's three points, and there's $10 to the boys and girls club of St. Joe County. Thank you to Centier Bank. That's a 2-3 matchup zone by St. Joe, and Landon Johns was deep. Nobody could get to him. Shrewsbury dribbles around, runs in the lane, fires up the jumper. No, Cooper Pritchett. Rips the rebound away from underneath and a reach-in foul defensively. Oh, no, they're going to say Pritchett stepped out of bounds with it. That's a tough call. That is a tough call. Trey Thomas subs out. Brady Fisher returns to the caveman combo. Inbounds, top side lob, goes center floor now. Chase Lee and now a reach-in foul defensively before the dribble drive by Chase Konezny. Landon Johns on the bump. Konezny's such a tough cover because he can take it He can take it off the deck and get to the rim, or he can stop on a diamond rise from three. That's Landon Johns' second foul here. First on the caveman in period number two. 5.48 to play before halftime. 18-13 Mishawaka. St. Joe basketball with Barza. Hashmark right side to Konezny, defended by Jack Troyer. Kinesi looks for help on the right side. Now dribbles through a screen, top of the circle. Jump pass off left side. Woods down under the basket. Shot put up, blocked, rebounded by Troyer. Troyer knocked it off the feet of Kinesi and knocked it out of bounds. Great hustle play. Jack Troyer from Mishawaka. Jack, Jack Troyer is a really strong kid, really good athlete, and he's a great defensive player. Hung in the air, knocked it off Kinesi. Indians get the ball, or uh, the cavemen get the ball. Fisher now to Johns. Johns now Brady dribbles across. Goes right wing now to Jackson Snyder. Snyder double team, triple team. Reverse skip pass out Jack Troyer. Three ball launched by number 11. Missed. Rebound Pritchett. Ball knocked away. Cooper leads back in. Forces up a jumper. Runner missed. Rebound Barza. Barza in transition. Konezny. Little Euro step around the defender. Running layup is in. His 10 point. Chase Konezny really a smooth high school basketball player and only a junior. 18-15, Mishawaka by three. We're under five minutes to go in the first half. Now Landon Johns, shy of the timeline, dribbles across down, and in the forecourt goes to Brady Fisher. Fisher, foul out extension left side. Cooper, left corner to Jackson. Snyder back out center floor, dribbles to the top, now pulls up the brakes at the right point. Post feed under to Pritchett, has to chase it down. Now left of the lane. Cooper forces it down on the baseline. Bounce pass intercepted. Stolen by St. Joe. Little runner in the paint, put up no good. Jace Lee, when he gets any loose ball, he has one idea, dunk. He's getting to the rack, and he's so athletically gifted. You said it earlier, he's a big-time uh, baseball player. I, I I can't remember where he's going, but he signed a D1 scholarship somewhere. Notre Dame. Oh, man. 
Although a lot of folks thinking that uh, he might uh, think about more about the pros. He's got a lot of interest from the major leagues. In the paint, turning, fading, firing, scoring. Great move. Chase Konezny with his 12th point. And after the bucket, a timeout taken by Eric Gaff and South Bend St. Joe. We'll take a break. 4.22 in the half. 18-17. Cavemen, we're back after this. 96-1 the ton and the Mishawaka Network. Along with Ron Heklinski, I'm Brian Miller. We're back here to the cave. We want to send our thoughts out to Brady Gallo of the Mishawaka Network, normally with our sideline reports each uh, home game, but under the weather tonight, so he is home. But looking forward to having him back with us for sectional tournament coverage next week right here on 96.1 The Ton and the Mishawaka Network that will be airing and telecasting all of those tournament games. Beach, we got to do the whole game ourselves? Well, maybe not quite that far. Oh, you know. man. I, I know you're never shy for words. So oh, I, I like Brady, and, and, I, and I know you've got your hat on backwards. You're ready for baseball season, so you're ready to go. The Cubs played today. Come on. I know they did, and they uh, beat the uh, Southsiders. Yes, sir. So after the timeout, St. Joe, Mishawaka will go to work a 1-2-2 zone employed by St. Joe as Mishawaka sets the offense. Right side, Jackson Snyder to Jack Troyer now playing the point. Brady Fisher, Landon Johns, Cooper Pritchett round out this five combination out there for Brady, or rather for Bodie Bender. And the Mishawaka Cavemen who lead by one with 3.40 to play in the first half. Landon Johns, center floor. Cavemen very, very patient here trying to dissect this defense. Out to Johns. He'll throw up a three. Connects! Landon Johns with his second triple of the ball game. And another $10 to the Boys and Girls Club of St. Joe County. Thanks to Centier Bank. Baseline dribble drive. Shot put up. Blocked from behind. Woods a shot blocked by Fisher. Rebounded. Konezny fakes, turns, spins, and hits it. But wait, a travel. Wipe out the basket. Possession to the caveman. I say when in doubt, shoot it. And uh, Landon Johns was 25 feet out and put it up and hit his second three of the night. A couple of updates for you on the U.S. Sidecrafter scoreboard. At halftime, Westview leaves Concord 12, or try again, 20 to 12. Second quarter, East Noble beating up on Wawasee 17 to 8. That's going to make you really angry after last Saturday's happenings. And Laporte leading Clay second quarter. The Slicers 23, the Colonials 15. Inbounds, Cavemen up the floor. Rasan Johnson with it, who just checked in during the last dead ball. Now to Brady. Brady across the way, right side, now to Troyer. Deep corner, right side. Anthony Nelson, double team, triple team. Bounces down center floor to Troyer in the circle. Pritchett, double team, out to Jack. In the left corner, Rasan bubbled it and then traveled with it. Turnover, caveman. That's a sixth turnover by the caveman. And uh, you just got to get that ball on the deck, Rasan, before you, you take off. Right idea, the St. Joe defender was running out at him and not closing out at him. He's got to get it on the deck. Coach Bodie Bender having some intense words with Jack Troyer as he comes off the floor. More of a teaching and coaching moment. Top side three. Launch missed badly by Konezny. Rebound to Brady Fisher. Waits for traffic to clear. Gives to Coop. Gets it right back. And now Fisher walks it through the center stripe. 2.40 to play in the half. 21-17. Miss Walker looking to snap a two-game losing skip. Anthony Nelson, way out right side, goes left point. Cooper dribbles, forces the bounce pass to the floor. It ricochets out to Johns, out to Nelson. Nelson dribbles inside the arc, jump pass to the corner. Brady sets, fires three, connects! Brady Fisher with a triple of his own. He's got five. Mishawaka now with the lead, 24-17 in the paint. Little runner and the floater put up Elijah King, the freshman, with his second field goal, his fourth point. 24-19. 
two minutes to go in the half. A little 1-2-2 full court pressure now for St. Joe. Hassan gets the pass from Landon Johns, races to the forecourt, right block. On the baseline, Brady bobbles it, turns, forces up the jumper, tapped up, no, rebound, Brady turns, spins, goes up for the shot, and a foul on the floor by St. Joe. Yeah, I mean, I mean, great intense effort by Brady Fisher. Got the first shot, didn't go, battled hard, got the rebound, got fouled hard, but unfortunately the foul was on the floor. Foul on St. Joe's Jerry Barza, the 5'11 senior's first foul, team second of the half, and or rather of the quarter. I mixed up my college terminology with my pro co- or the uh, high school terminology <laughs> with the new rule this year with fouls resetting each quarter in a high school game. Center floor inbounds, Anthony Nelson gets it, hands to Rasan. Caveman up with 100 seconds to go in the half by five. Top side, Rasan kicks it right wing to Brady. Eyes the floor, looks to the basket, now dribbles outside right wing. Goes to Nelson, top side three, connects! Anthony Nelson from way outside the arc. Top side trade, 27-19, Mishawaka. Another $10 from Centier Bank to the boys and girls club of St. Joe County. That's the fourth three-point shot in this second quarter. Big time for the caveman. Barza, right side hands to King. Top side, Kineshti. Left of the lane, goes right side to Woods now. Woods, far baseline corner. Dribble drive, Lee runs into the sophomore. Landon Johns and call for the offensive player control foul. Jace Lee shaking his head. I don't know why he's shaking his head for. He put the arm out. He pushed the sophomore. Landon Johns getting a lot of run in this game so far, and deservedly so, doing a nice job on defense and making a couple threes. Up the floor now, Brady Fisher draws some double-team attention, picks up his dribble, now fires it right in the lane. Pritchett gives it on the backdoor, cut! Brady laying it up and in. It could have been in panic mode, but instead, good poise, Kidman connect, and they lead by 10-29-19. Great give-and-go play between the two seniors, Fisher and Pritchett. Woods, right of the lane, jump pass to the top, three ball, launched by King, he'll connect. The freshman keeping his team in this game with seven, seven second quarter points, 29-22, the lead is seven, with a half minute to play first half, and Landon Johns falls down, thought he could have got away, or he got away maybe with kind of pushing that elbow out, but there was a lot of contact right at midcourt across the way in front of the Mishawaka pep band. Caleb Chamberlain and his crew of kids doing a great job here tonight. We've got a good atmosphere. Mishawaka doing a great job against the 1-2-2 full court pressure by St. Joe. Not uh, panicking, just keeping the ball in the, in, in the right places on the court, which is the middle of the floor. Now it looks like we have a timeout. Yes, taken by Mishawaka. 30-second break, 24 seconds in the half. 24 seconds before halftime. 29 22, Mishawaka back in 30 seconds, 96 won the ton, and 11-52. Heck, we are being entertained by a dandy ball game. Shooting, shooting, shooting. Whenever you make shots, I'm telling you, you look really good. And the cavemen are 4 for 6 in this game so far from downtown, which has helped propel that lead to 29-22. to Mishawaka will have the ball for the last 24.5 seconds and undoubtedly will uh, will play for the last shot. And certainly the, in this whole week, they've had three buzzer beaters, twice against Penn, first and second quarter, and a first quarter shot here tonight. Inbounds, backcourt to Rasan, races it across the timeline to Barza. Now center floor, Anthony Nelson has the ball stripped away. Jace Lee on the steal, and then Nelson 
wisely probably steps in and knocks the ball from behind but commits a foul. And that's probably a really good foul by the K-Band senior. It's actually a great foul because Jace Lee was full steam ahead uh, going to the rack and, and, and either would have had the basket or got fouled at the rim. Now St. Joe has to take it out underneath their basket. Now the officials are going to do a little janitorial work here with 13 seconds in our first half. A couple of updates for you on the U.S. Signcrafters school board. Halftime, Mishawaka Marion led South Bend Adams 25-14 and now second period scored DeKalb leading Northridge 16-15. Everybody tune it up for tournament time as Hoosier Asteria begins next Tuesday throughout the state. Inbound Lee and the inbounds is kicked by Cooper Pritchett. So the reset on the inbound. St. Joe will have it. They'll trigger baseline right under their basket. High lob top side to Jace Lee to Kineshny. Works around two defenders. Little runner. Eight footer. That's automatic for Chase Kineshny. He's got 16. 29-28 and now a dribble along the sideline and Rasan Johnson makes a little contact with the defender but not enough for a foul. Steps out of bounds with it. So a 2.7 and a 5 point Mishawaka lead. St. Joe gets the ball back. Inbounds, St. Joe, topside Kineshny, dribbles, throws up the runner, misses the jumper, and we go to halftime. Cavemen get a break on that possession. Chase Kineshny doesn't miss many from that range. Well, that's the best look he had all night tonight. It was wide open and just missed it. But the Cave or uh, St. Joe scores five unanswered here and uh, cuts that 10-point lead in half. But still, the Cavemen go up 29-24 on the strength of uh, four for six from downtown at the three-point department in this first half. And those were all actually in the second quarter to, again, extend a first-quarter lead from two up to five here at the break. Mishawaka 29, St. Joe 24. Stay tuned. Our halftime report is coming up next. We will have scoring statistics and more back here at the cave. Matt Embry is standing by with an update for us all on the U.S. Sidecrafter School Board and much, much more. Again, here at the break, halftime. Mishawaka 29, Southland St. Joe 24. Our halftime report around the corner brought to you by the Mishawaka Education Foundation. Back after this, 96 won the ton and on the Mishawaka Network. After the Mishawaka timeout, St. Joe changes up the defense, puts some pressure on, but Mishawaka breaks the press. Not necessarily a pretty version of press breaking, but they work it down inside, and Trey Thomas cuts to the basket, gets home his eighth point, and the lead for Mishawaka back to four. It's just a great pass by Jack Troyer to find Trey. And Trey Thomas also almost deflects it from Kinejny and gets a steal, but Kinejny saved the, the possession. Elijah King dribbles the paint. Little double pump jumper right into the grill of him as defender Cooper Pritchett. And now King pulls this game within two, but the little runner put up no good. Missed by Trey Thomas. Rebounded by Pritchett. No good. Rebounded by St. Joe and they throw it away. Wow, the caveman had a couple of great looks, could not finish. Yeah, so back in the old days, you call those little bunnies right there. They had it, but uh, they're fortunate then that St. Joe threw the ball away and couldn't capitalize on those two misses by Mishawaka. Backcourt pressure by St. Joe. Brady Fisher will dribble it across, take it into the teeth of defense, gets hip-checked from the backside, crashes to the floor, and a foul on St. Joe. Foul will be on number 24, Jace Lee. I have him for three, and the scoreboard calls him for three. His third and the third of the quarter on the St. Joe 
high school boys team. For Brady taking that hard fall, he's, he's not even getting rewarded for free throws. Inbounds Jack Troyer, top of the circle, left side to Brady. Behind the back with the dribble, shovels it behind him, now to Trey. Top side now to Rasan. Johnson on the dribble, fakes the handoff, dribbles baseline, leans in, forces it up and in. Nice, aggressive drive to the basket by Rasan Johnson. He's got four, 42-38 caveman. Great elevation. Once he got to the angle that he could put it off the glass, he elevated. Minute 45 of the quarter. Kanejni draws a triple team, leans into the paint. Runner put up no good. Nobody under the basket for the rebound for St. Joe. Well, Mishawaka basketball as Brady Fisher now will patiently walk it from left to right from the Mishawaka backcourt to the forecourt as they're shooting at the north basket here at the cave going left to right as we describe it now. Kanejni gets his hands in, steals it from Brady. Fisher steals it back, gives to Thomas, laying up at him. A little garbage time for the K-Men, but they'll take it. They lead 44-38. John Wooden said never dribble it up, pick the ball up, and Kinesny tried to dribble it up. In the paint, dribble drive put up by Vershawn Woods and a foul inside on the K-Men, and I believe on Jack Troyer. That's one of Johnny Wooden's maxims. He, I, mean, I mean, he was big on that. Don't dribble a ball up. Go down and physically pick it up. And Chase tried to dribble it up. The caveman came away with an easy basket. Well, for Sean Woods, who is one of two and one of two in a couple of trips tonight. So he will fire this one up for his third point. Second free throw. This the second one is missed no good. Rebound, tap, 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 loose ball. Chased down by Trey Thomas. Scoops it away. Troyer up the floor. Johnson, one minute, third quarter. Rasan strong to the basket, put it up no. But he'll get rewarded with a couple of free throws. He's hacked and fouled by the St. Joe freshman, Elijah King. When Rasan Johnson, Johnson rip drives and gets to the basket, he's really good, but he's got to be decisive with it. That time he was really decisive. Help side couldn't get there. Gets a couple of free throws for his effort. Free throw by Rasan up, and he tickles the twines for his free, first free throw of the night. And his fifth point, he averages 10. 58.9 ticks, third quarter with Ron Heklinski. I'm Brian Miller. Glad to have you with us here on the radio and on the Mishawaka Network tonight. Second Johnson free throw is good. 46-37, lead back to seven. 46-39, Caveman. Elijah King with the basketball. Loosely defended, man-to-man style by Brady Fisher. Little shake, little bake. King delivers left side. Dribble drive, strong to the glass. Woods has the ball ripped away, stolen by Rassam. Rassam races up the floor, 37 seconds. Behind the back with the dribble, in the paint. Feeds to Cooper, takes it up strong to the glass. A lot of contact, no blood, no foul. Loose ball, Karam's out of bounds. Touch last by St. Joe. I thought I thought Coop got hacked a little bit, but I thought once he executed the shot fake that he would be able to go up and get that on the glass. Didn't wait long enough. Yeah. Traffic had not quite cleared the runway. Tony Bender not happy with that offensive possession. Up the floor now, Elijah King holds the basketball midcourt. Dribbling with the left hand, loosely defended by Brady Fisher. Now a screen step. Dribbling, right side. King falls down, throws up a prayer. Loose ball rebound. Critchin to Trey Thomas at three. And a dunk by Rasab Johnson. As time will expire in the quarter. What a scramble for the loose ball. Trey Thomas with a magnificent 
look up the floor, and Rasan with an exclamation point ducks it home, and we go to the quarter break. After three, Kingman 48, South and St. Joe 39. Here are two with Mishawaka Boys Basketball, 96 on the Sun, and tonight on the Mishawaka Network. We turn the pitch to quarter number four, along with former Kingman coach Ron Heklinski. I'm Brian Miller. We've got a dandy here, and the Kingman right now playing well, up 48-39. Mishawaka got 13 shots in that quarter to nine. Uh, for St. Joe and shot attempts and the ability to make them have uh, allowed this nine-point lead now for the Cavemen. Center floor, Kadeshny with the basketball. Works it left side for St. Joe. In the paint, Lee fires it outside. Three ball launch and connected by Elijah King. Man, oh man, that kid just a ninth grader. He has 14. Mishawaka came out in a 1-3-1 half-court trap that possession and uh, left the freshman open and he drained it. Backcourt pressure handled nicely by Mishawaka with Fisher and Rasan doing the honors. Mishawaka up by six, 48-42. They work the basketball deep left point area. Now Brady runs to the right side. Scoop handoff now to Trey. Thomas turns, leads him, fades back outside, gives to Fisher. Center floor to Rasan. Seven minutes to go, and off the ball, a foul for an illegal screen on Mishawaka on Cooper Pritchett. No, actually, they're going to call him for a hold. Tried to post up and grabbed that, and, and grabbed a, a piece of the arm of the defender and held it down. That's his third foul, which uh, going down the stretch here, you need Coop in this game. So, so we'll have to see how that works out. Barza dribbles, posts up, topside hands to Elijah King. Topside three, connects. Elijah King with back-to-back threes to begin this fourth quarter. And just like that, St. Joe's cut it within 48-40. Five. Center floor, Jack Troyer across to Brady Fisher. Races it up the floor from behind the ball, snatched away. Jason Lee on the steal. His outlet stolen back by Jack Troyer. Troyer to Rasan in front of the band. Runs it up the floor to Brady. And Mitchell Hawkins will slow it down. Now the feed inside. Pitch it. Turnaround jumper's good. What great court awareness by Brady Fisher just when St. Joe relaxed. They go on the attack and Coop with the basket. He's got a dozen. It's a nice job of stopping the, the, the little mini run by St. Joe. And uh, that's what Pritch does, man. 50-45, Mishawaka, six minutes to play. Barza dribbles to the lane. Back right side, Jace Lee dribbles, pull up 12-footer, connects. Jace Lee with his fourth point. He averages 15. 50-47, midcourt laser pass to Trey Thomas. Dribbles it, feeds it left side. Jack Troyer goes up with a shot. Loose ball, Cooper Pritch will dive on it. And do we have a jump ball? Yes, we do. Mishawaka's ball on the alternate possession. Tell you what, that was a gutsy decision by Cooper Pritchett to dive in that pile, working right now, heck, with three fouls. Yeah, no, that's he's a big part of this game. And if there's, if there's ever any question, he, he's going to sacrifice his body uh, for the good of his team. Inbounds Mishawaka with 5.38 to play. Fisher turns, spins. Little scoop handoff underneath the Trey Thomas lays it up and in. Brady Fisher with yet another assist. Trey Thomas with a dozen, and it's 52-47, Mishawaka. I like this big lineup that the Cavemen have now with Trey Thomas, Brady Fisher, and Cooper in the game together. Jace Lee with a flat jumper that lands off the rebound right in the hands of Brashawn Woods, who puts it up and in. 
And then St. Joe will burn a quick 30-second timeout. We will do the same. 30-second break, 5.16 to play. Cavemen by three, 52-49. Back after this, 96 won the ton and the Mishawaka Network. As we tune it up for Hoosier Hysteria that begins next week. Inbounds, Mishawaka after the St. Joe timeout. Hassan Johnson behind the back with the dribble. Lost it, retained it. Brady up the floor, finds it to Rasan. Rasan with a great save on a pass behind him. Now Rasan will run to the floor, takes it to the rack, shot put up a block, and a foul on St. Joe. And Eric Gaff is beside himself. The foul's on Chase Lee. And uh, Lee got up and got the ball, but his body got a piece of Rasan Johnson also. That is Lee's fourth foul. Decision time for third-year St. Joe coach Eric Gaff. And obviously the player says, leave me in, coach, leave me in, coach. But I think the coach knows better and will probably get him for a minute or so. Just as I say that, Shrewsbury comes in for Chase Lee. Rasan misses that first attempt. He'll have one more at 5-0-1 to play. Mishawaka 52, St. Joe 49. And the second free throw by Rasan is no good. Rebound. Here comes St. Joe up the floor. Barza in the paint. Double team kicks out. Shrewsbury, three, hits it off the back of the window. Rebounded by Trey Thomas. Hands it to Jack Troyer. Troyer will walk it up the floor for the defense backpedaling. Surprise St. Joe called off the pressure. Center floor, Rasan, a little shake and make move. Now he'll go to work against Woods. Three, or try again, 4.33 to play. Right corner, Trey Thomas. Jump pass to the top to Jack Troyer down. Troyer with the basketball. Caveman by three with the lead. Again, 52-49. Jack Troyer bobbles the dribble, flips it back outside to Brady. Defended by Kadejni. Now Fisher back to the basket, back to the defender. Looks to lead in, nothing there. Outside finds Cooper Pritchett. Fakes, dribbles, takes the hole. Running layup, it's good. Good, aggressive move. Cooper Pritchett with that first quick step as his 14th. And it's 54-49, Mishawaka. Great, decisive, big-time move by Pritch. Right in the paint. Kadezhny fakes right, goes left, turns hard off the window with a soft touch up and in. Kadezhny with 16. Backcourt inbounds to Jack Troyer. Now to Brady Fisher. St. Joe has put the backcourt press back on. Jack Troyer races it to the forecourt. And Bodie Bender will take a caveman timeout. We'll do the same. 3.40 to play. Three-point ball game. Mishawaka 54. Southland St. Joe 51. Timeout with a 30-second T.O. We're back in 30 seconds. 96 won the ton. Mishawaka Network back after this. To Mishawaka High School with Ron Heklinski. I'm Brian Miller. Timeout Bodie Bender. He still has two remaining. St. Joe has three remaining. Little different lineup now for the Cavemen here. The last quarter and a half is Jackson Snyder's on the bench. And... Trey uh, Thomas is in the game. Great size for the caveman. Rashawn Johnson handling the ball. Rashawn out, hash mark right side. I thought the uh, St. Joe was changing their nickname, and there's a five-second violation on Rashawn Johnson. We're not penetrating past the hash mark with the basketball. And now, Bodie Bender will go to Jackson Snyder. And 3.19 to play. Yeah, that, I mean, that was just a, a play by Rashawn. Just get the ball out of your hand. Get the ball moved a little bit. And uh, 
you know, start to count all over again. But I thought that lineup really played well for the Cavemen down the stretch here. Kadeshi through a screen, running, jumping, shooting three, missing rebound. Jack Troyer tries to dribble it out of the crowd, pays the price, has his pocket picked. King, left side, goes to Shrewsbury. Now sets it back to the freshman, Elijah King. Left-handed dribble at three minutes to play. Cavemen by three. 54-51. King kicks it. Corner. Three ball. Barza. Ribby. No. Tapped up. No. And a foul on the floor by Mishawaka. And on Jackson Snyder. Jackson trying to get a block out. Was a little forceful there. But a great attempt at getting the block out. Now St. Joe. That's another opportunity underneath their basket with Jace Lee now coming back in for Marcus. The Barza will take a chair. Jace Lee again working with four fouls. Held tonight just to four points as he averages 15. Inbounds Indians. And the inbounds almost taken away by Mishawaka, but Jace Lee with it. Outside right point. Goes to Kineshny. Kineshny backs up to the middle court stripe. And at 2.40 to play, we'll reset the St. Joe offense. Makes it, goes right, turns, spins, fires, a 15-footer, connects. Chase Kinezhny. 18 points, 54-53, St. Joe by one. Lob up the floor, Jackson Snyder races to the forecourt. Double team, hands it outside, as St. Joe's going to match it up now. Out of that zone. Brady, hand off to Jackson Snyder. And 2-10 to play. Oh, they're doing the uh, Indian War Chant. I thought they were changing their nickname, Heck. I think they need to be doing the Buffalo Crunch or something. Cooper Pritchett hands off now to Brady Fisher. Fisher right side. Chased down by two defenders. Behind the back of the dribble. Outlet pass. Stolen by Lee. He'll go in for the dunk. And St. Joe leads at 55-54. 1.44 to play. That was a lot of time to try and take the air out of the ball. And, I mean, I want, I want the K-Men to go back and play. Lob pass to the circle. It is Jackson Snyder. Back out left side of Jack Troyer. K-Men trail by one. They had a seven-point lead just moments ago. Snyder, right side to Cooper. Fakes, turns, spins. Rolls for the lean-in. Now he'll go back to work. Ball ripped away. Loose ball chased down by Trey Thomas. 1-11 to play. 55-54, St. Joe, each club looking for win number 16 on the season. Now dribble drive. Brady bobbles it, throws a prayer up off the window. No, tapped up, no. Kineshny with a rebound. And a timeout taken by Eric Gaff at South Bend St. Joe. So Mishawaka with a seven-point lead just moments ago has seen that shriek away on an 8-0 run by the Indians and a timeout now taken by South and St. Joe. 55-54. We're going to keep it right here. And remind you, fans, that's a real crunch here next to get together. Uh, family outing. Maybe a picnic in the spring. Get some chips, man. Yeah, Jay's Crunchers potato chips. Oh, you got some chips in your bag? Uh, not tonight. Uh, I, if I did, they would have been long gone. So I don't like that timeout by St. Joe at that place on the court because now now they give Mishawaka an opportunity to full court press them, trap them real quick. I I like advancing the ball up to the, the uh, half court and inbounding the ball there. I mean, less trapping situations. Does that make sense? Makes a lot of sense. 
coach, as we watch this team with that lead, and they outscored St. Joe in the third quarter, 19-15, the lead by nine after three. Just moments ago, had a seven-point lead. Certainly, St. Joe's ramped up the defense a little bit. What are other things that have caught your eye? Yeah, I, I thought with about two and a half minutes left, if, if the K-men uh, uh, were going to pull it out and make St. Joe come out, they should have brought everybody up. But just Brady up top handling the ball, I thought it was tough for him. Uh, they trapped him, lost it, and then they, and then St. Joe got something going. Back on inbounds to St. Joe. Kadeshny, double team, tries to float to pass up the floor. Stolen by Brady Fisher. He'll take it right down the middle of the lane, put it up no, and a foul committed by the Indians. I mean, that's exactly what I just said. It's hard It's hard to get trapped on the baseline and then expect to break that press. And they turned it over. Brady Fisher, uh, uh, very opportunistic, picked it up, got to the rack, and we'll have two free throws here. Brady at the line will fire the first free throw. It is up off the mark, his first try of the night. He will have one more, which could tie this game. 55-54, St. Joe with 48 seconds to play. He's about a 60% free throw shooter. He had no arch on that one. This one with a soft touch, rims it in and out, no good. Rebound, St. Joe. Backcourt pressure. Kinezhny, double team, triple team. And a timeout by Eric Gaff as St. Joe does not attack the press. And is forced to burn the timeout. 30-second timeout, St. Joe will do the same. 39 seconds to play. St. Joe by one, 55-54. Hoosier Hysteria, a little preview on 96-1 the ton and the Mishawaka Network. Yeah, so St. Joe looks like they don't want to attack this. They're looking to get fouled, but there's still three more fouls until you're going to the line. Backcourt inbounds to bars the ball, knocked away. Loose ball on the floor. Rasan steals it, but then a foul after contact. The Rasan Johnson called for the region foul. St. Joe is so discombobulated on this press break, and they all look afraid to push the ball up the court. Rassan's I got news foul. for you. There's only three fouls. Backcourt inbounds to Chase Lee, and he throws it away, but the loose ball somehow carries out to Rasan Woods. And Brashawn Woods is able to save the possession. A huge, huge break for St. Joe. St. Joe trying to give this game back to Mishawaka. Almost like last year when St. Joe missed free throws down the stretch. Well, Mishawaka is the team that's missed four free throws here in the fourth quarter. Backcourt inbounds Kadeshny. Triggers to Lee. And Lee almost an over back. There it is. So St. Joe... Imploding with a how, huge turnover. How do you spell the word implode? St. Joe right oh, now. Oh, 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 55-54. Right now, neither of these teams wants to win this game. Well, I, I like Mishawaka's chances right now because I think Mishawaka has more poise than St. Joe has right now. And the inbounds, Brady Fisher's passed smacked to the ground by Jace Lee and now a Bodie Bender full timeout at 27 seconds to play. We'll be back. Mishawaka trailing by one. St. Joe 55, Mishawaka 54. This is K-Man Basketball. 96 won the ton and the Mishawaka Network. Along with former K-Man coach Ron Eklinski, I'm Brian Miller. 
We are at crunch time. Mishawaka, St. Joe, each looking for their 16 wins of the season. And certainly looking for some momentum going to postseason play. St. Joe in Class 3A got a first round by. Mishawaka will open section of play here Tuesday at the cave against Laporte. But they'll focus right now on this one with 27 seconds to go. Mishawaka ball down by one coach. Yeah, I, I like Mishawaka right now, man. I think, and I said this before they called a timeout, I think they have more poise right now in this situation than St. Joe does. Fisher will inbound it. Backcourt to Rasan Johnson, then he'll hand it back to Brady. Brady, 24, down the lane, turns, hook pass to the corner. Jackson Snyder dribbles to the free throw lane. Now down the middle of the lane, puts on the brakes, looks for a backdoor feed, nothing there. Now Pritchett in the paint. Double team, try to force it inside. Down to 11. Brady hands off to Thomas. Trey Thomas from three. Connects! Trey Thomas with a screen and a three. And Mishawaka by two. Oh, and by the way, there's $10 to the Boys and Girls Club of St. Joe County. 57-55, Caveman. St. Joe with a timeout. We'll keep it here with five seconds to play. Yeah, so, and I said it. They had more poise. They had poise on that little set right there. And Trey Thomas doesn't know that he's, he can't shoot the three. He doesn't know that. No one told him. He just goes up and drains it like he's on the playground court, man. Hey, fans, to win in sports, you have to adapt your strategy as the game changes. The same is true in the world of investments. Edward Jones advisor Ryan Watson is here to help. Call him at 574-675-0168, 675-0168, or visit his office on McKinley Avenue in Osceola. Ryan Watson, Edward Jones. Yes, that Ryan Watson, the Mishawaka Caveman Hall of Famer, member SIPC. One of the things wow. that I said about... Uh, the lineup construction here in the second half is I believe Trey Thomas has played the majority of the minutes here in the second half. And well deserved. And it's a big lineup now. You got 6'4 Brady Fisher, 6'4 Trey Thomas, a 6'4 Cooper Bridget. It's a big lineup. All right, Chase Kineshi races off the bench and will check in to inbound it from the baseline. And now, after seeing the setup by St. Joe, Bodie Bender has just burned his final timeout, a 30-second timeout, which we will keep it right here for. 57 Cavemen, 55 St. Joe. But what a seesaw of momentum and scoring leads and droughts and scoring it's, no, it's very, It's very similar to the game last year at St. Joe. When, when St. Joe made a basket to take the lead and take the momentum, and then Mishawaka made some, some bad plays. St. Joe had an opportunity, but St. Joe, uh, as I said, imploded. Mishawaka took advantage of it as a two-point lead. But I don't know why Chase Kinesi's taking the ball out of bounds. He's the best offensive player you have. He'll probably get the ball back, trust me. Chase Kinesi on the inbound. Defended on the inbounds by Rasan. Five seconds to go. Inbounds to King. King will race up the floor. The freshman in the corner. The catch and shoot for three. Chase Lee, no good. And Mishawaka wins it. And Trey Thomas is their hero, and he's being mobbed out of the center court area by a very jubilant student body. Mishawaka snaps their two-game losing skid. 
and pulls out a thriller here at the cave. 57, 55. Heck, reenact that last play for it. Yeah, no. Uh, Chase Kinesny threw it in bounds and never got it back. The ball was pushed up. Uh, a little help, and uh, Jace Lee we had an open shot, but on the baseline, a deep shot. But I mean, my contention is that Chase Kinesi is your best offensive player, and I want him taking that shot. Well, the caveman with a heck of a ball game here against South Bend St. Joe. The Indians with their three game win streak snap, Mishawaka. They put an end to their two-game losing streak. What a ball game here from the cave. Mishawaki gets their 16th win of the year, 57-55. Stay tuned. We're going to recap it on the post-game show. Coming up next, we will check scoring, statistics, and much, much more, including the post-game. A home victory tonight over South Bend St. Joe, 57-55. But right now, the hero, i got to say, is Trey Thomas. Bodie Bender, congrats on the nice win. Thanks, I appreciate it. I'm starting to have a little deja vu, I can tell you that much. As in maybe last year at St. Joe? <laughs> what, did I, what did I say to you in the pregame? I said, are you, are you one of those think, history did, buffs? Did we, <laughs> no, not really, but... Uh, Tonight you are. Uh, well, I guess it depends on what we're talking about with history. I mean, if, if Heck and I are talking Indiana high school basketball or Chicago Cup stuff, yeah, yeah. Or, or Notre Dame football, yeah, it's probably history stuff. But, you know, if we're talking like World War II... Uh, that convers- trouble, right that conversation between Heck and I are probably not going to go very far. No, 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 hey. no. But, but at the end of the day, that shot was so much different than Anthony Nelson. Anthony Nelson was set, you know, had a couple of screens, blah, blah, blah. Trey Thomas just elevated over people and just knocked that in like like he'd been knocking those threes in all day long, man. Yeah, just like we work in practice, man. Just, <laughs> just like uh, you threw no, it up, I mean, I, I thought he did a great job of making a play and, Hit a big shot, and good for Trey. Good for Trey. I mean, one of the things that I wanted to ask you, though, I mean, the whole second half was almost a different lineup than what you went with a lot in this game because Jackson Snyder didn't get on the floor as much. You you went with, with uh, Troy, Rashawn Johnson, uh, Fish, Coop, and Trey Thomas. And those three bigs, I mean, those three bigs that you had on the court, I mean, made a difference I, in that game. Yeah, I just thought. You know, in the back of my mind, and, and I'll give uh, Brandon and Ian, our assistant coaches, credit. They came up with the scouting report. They were feeding me information Wednesday and Thursday. We've got to do this. They do this. They do this. They do this. This is what we got to work on. Okay, fine. And first off, they drew up a, a hell of a scouting report. But I, I just felt like with the length of Chase, the, the length of Jace, with all their length, that we had to go with a little bit more length and, and, and more of a defensive lineup to guard them. I thought Jack and Rasan did about as good a job as you could do on Chase Kinesny tonight. Um, I you, thought they, you held him to 18. Yeah, I, he averages 20. Yeah, I thought we, we drove him nuts, and those two guys gave him fits. Surprised me with five seconds left that he took the ball out of bounds. I would have figured he would have yeah. been a cutter and getting the ball and pushing it. I don't, I don't know if it was so much that they wanted their best passer. I mean, him being the best passer with the ball in his hands. I, I would have thought you could have put Barca out of bounds and thrown it into Chase. Um, boy, uh, you know, the scouting report said kind of play off Jace Lee a little bit, but I don't like playing off of him there at the end and give him that wide open a look. I told Coop, you guys stay a little tighter there at the end of the game. But needless to say, he missed it. It paid off for the cavemen and uh, another thriller in the cave. Big, big win. 
57-55, Mishawaka over South Bend St. Just Joe. a great, I mean, emotional, intensity-filled game, and a great, a great game to lead you in. Now to sectional preparation tomorrow. You guys feel great. Sectional preparation Monday, and and then you go Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you said it best, and. Uh, <laughs> You know, I, our guys will be ready to go. Our guys will be ready to go. I thought it was a tremendous effort tonight. We did just enough against their full court pressure. Um, you know, it got a little dicey there at the end where we turned it over some. Um, but we did just enough uh, to take care of it at the end. I'd like to hit a few more free throws. We had our best player at the line probably uh, was shooting two free throws. He missed them both. But needless to say, uh, we found a way to get the ball back. Uh and uh, make a play. Bodie, I have to ask you, so you're up two after one, 13-11. You outscore them 16-13 in period two. You've got a five-point lead at halftime. However, a couple of possessions right at the end of the half took your 10-point lead, cut it in half. Was worried about them. And, again, third quarter, your opponent had, I think, outplayed the cavemen in the early stretches of that third quarter and kind of set the tempo yeah. Got back, but then you guys ultimately yeah. outscore them 19-15 in the third. You, you, you again, you, you find a way to get the job done here. But there were so many waves of momentum. Yeah. Not just a great tournament tune-up, but I think it tested your kids in so many different ways. Yeah, it, it did. And, you know, I thought even they went on a little run there. We called a timeout in the third quarter. We answered. Cooper got a couple inside. And, like you said, we stretched it out to, what, what you say, nine points there going into the fourth. I felt pretty good about it. Um you know, and those those were big. There were a couple times, though, you know, we, we'd get it to two possessions or whatever. We'd have a chance where it was one possession. We'd get to the free throw line early in the game. We could have had chances to stretch it out to two possessions, and we'd miss a couple key free throws. Um, but I think at the end of the day, you got to give credit to our kids and, and the resiliency of the fight. This is a veteran group. Uh, they know how to get it done. Yeah, so. So, now, so now it leads you into this, into this deal. And they feel great about themselves. Their confident levels up here. Now just go get it done, right? Yeah, yeah. That's the key. We got to start with game one Tuesday night. And the season starts all over. Mishawaka, sixteen and seven, will go to the sectional. Take on the Laporte team that right now is trailing South Bend Clay, fifty-two forty-five. But uh, I know there's a lot of time uh, still to reminisce on this high school basketball season. I know you've been really big since day one when you and I did pregame down at Tippecanoe Valley about the boys and just the mental toughness of this senior class. It seemed like in a lot of ways, and I know Heck touched on this with making good decisions on a couple of the last possessions. Maybe not always eloquent as far as or elegant right. as far as right. making play, but gutsy, tenacious, and and typically pretty mentally smart on yeah, decisions. I would are say, making. yeah, I mean, you hit it all on the head as, as well as the kind of the never-say-die attitude, and, uh, you know, we, we obviously had that never-say-die attitude tonight, and uh, the guys just stayed with it, stayed with it, stayed with it, played 32 minutes and found a way to win the basketball game. All right, man, go, go enjoy this win. Celebrate, I will, man. I now, I know that I'm going to have to probably coddle him a little bit because his alma mater lost tonight, but I no, know no, he's no, a caveman no, no, now. No, no, so. no, one, one game a year, man, one game a year. I want them going down, and they went down tonight, man. Two years in a row. Yes, yes, three out of the last four. Three of the last four because yep. in your final game as head yeah. coach here. Well, the last three years then. The there last you go. three years, yeah, yeah. So, Starting to on, the Saint, guys. No, the St. Uh, Joe uh, Buffaloes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the cavemen 
knocked off St. Joe. Yes. Whatever, however you want to nickname them. Yeah. But uh, they're a great basketball team. We wish them the best of luck in the upcoming sectional. And a final score just in on the U.S. Sidecrafter scoreboard. South and Clay has beat Laporte 68-64 at Laporte. Yeah, big game. And you'll see the Slicers coming up on Tuesday evening. We'll, we'll see be you. ready. We'll They'll be you. ready to go. See you next week. All right, sounds good. Bodie Thanks, Bender, guys. head coach for your Mishawaka Cayman. We'll take a break. We'll continue with more here. Post-game show will continue after this timeout. You're in two with Mishawaka Cayman basketball on 96. It's in there still if you're in Maroon and White still celebrating a thrilling 57-55 win over South Bend St. Joe. Trey Thomas with the game winner at five seconds on the clock. I sure hope that Matt Embry and the team uh, Clark Benner and company have uh, that. Uh, we could cue that up and play that one more time here tonight. But uh, what a victory. Ron Heglinski, certainly uh, uh, a very happy head coach, as our uh, coach's comments just moments ago with Bodie Bender. Your thoughts as you recap some numbers and stats and take this all in now. Yeah, so, so if you're uh, a Mishawaka, you got to look at, 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 at some of those situations that maybe put you at the end, you know, where you had to make a game winner. And one of those was the inability of, of, of your team to make some free throws. And that's, I mean, you got to make free throws heading into the tournaments, and uh, I'm sure they'll, they'll talk about that and, and work on that. But, but the thing that I, I love and the thing that I think is, is, is great is you got a veteran team, man. And I don't think, I don't think there, was any, there was any, like, in the huddle saying, no, man, who's going to take this? No, man, I don't want this. I'm telling you, there were five guys in that huddle that said, "If I get a shot at this, I'm going to take and it." And I'm not scared to take now, it. I, I'm not. I'm not saying that all five guys are going to make it, but five guys are saying, "I'm going to take this because I'm a veteran. I've been in this position before." And uh, Coach Bender, we work on this kind of stuff. And uh, I mean, that was evident when when Trey Thomas comes around, gets that little handoff, and actually is is in a really tough spot on the court on the deep baseline. And just elevates and shoots it like he's like he's been shooting it all game long, man. And I don't think he's taken a shot like that all year. Oh, what a big one as Trey Thomas with the game winner. He finishes with 15 to pace the K-Men in, in scoring tonight. Other Mishawaka scoring, two points for Jackson Snyder, three for Anthony Nelson, six off the bench for Landon Johns on two second quarter three-pointers, nine tonight for Brady Fisher. Fisher had seven of those nine in the first half. Eight on the night for Rasan Johnson. All his came in the second half. And in addition to Trey Thomas' 14, leading the way, Cooper Pritchett with 14 points. Thomas with 15. Pritchett with 14. Cooper had a total of six field goals and two for four free throw shooting. Nine of those points came in the second half. Elsewhere, Jack Troyer played extremely well tonight, and particularly defensively. He, however, did not score. For South and St. Joe, who falls to 15-9 and nine on the season, three points for Nick Shrewsbury. Four for Jerry Barza, three for Ryder LaPlace, five for Bershawn Woods, nine points for Jace Lee. He could have had 12, but he missed that three-pointer at the horn. That would have won it for St. Joe. But Lee, again, averaging 15 per game, held to nine. Two players in double figures for the South Bend St. Joe Club. Elijah King, the 6-2 freshman. What a ball game. 14 on the night. Three threes, four twos, seven on each half. 18 for Chase Konezny, just a tad below his average of 14, or rather 19.4. A 1,000-point scorer who's looking at Toledo or Cal Poly as a a collegiate destination, but the 6'3 junior, Konezny, with 18 points. He was held just to four in the entire second half. Elsewhere for St. Joe, Braylon White 
he would play but not score. Mishawak improves to 16-7. St. Joe again slips to 15-9. JV tonight in overtime. St. Joe won a thriller 55-52. And Mishawaka's varsity wins a varsity thriller 57-55. So wipe out the first uh, round of games. But uh, these 23 were off for practice because Hoosier wrist area tips off here Tuesday. Ron Heklinski will be here with a pregame show at 5.30. Tip off at 6 right here on 96.1 The Ton. Mishawaka versus Laporte. We'll also have game two coverage with Michigan City and Plymouth. But a quick thought as we head to the tournament. Yeah, no, uh, I mean, excited. Uh, it's, it's it's that time of year now. It's supposed to be a little snow this weekend, I heard, and that always happens around tournament time. Uh, it's it's here at the cave, so we don't have to drive an hour somewhere. Uh, the environment here is, is wonderful. It sets up well for the cavemen. They, they play well at home here. I, I believe now they're either 9-1 or 10-1 here nine at one. the cave. So, uh I'm excited. I'll, I'll, I'll be here Tuesday. We can we can we can hang out all week, right? Looking forward to it. And I'll see you in the hospitality room. And we'll see you on the radio. No, I want to. I, no, I want to see if they got meatballs like they did at Laporte. Remember the meatballs oh, at yes. Laporte last yeah, year? You were you were a very high ranker of those. On but. the air, I was eating them. Yeah. And no, I'm, I'm stopping there. I'm well, sorry. you had a good time. We'll yes, have sir. a good time next week. Go cavemen, though. That's Ron Heklinski with our color commentary and statistical help here tonight as Mishawaka wins a thriller, 57-55. That's going to wrap things up here from the cave. For Heck, I'm Brian Miller. Stay tuned. Matt Embry is standing by with a full update of high school basketball and much, much more on the U.S. Signcrafter scoreboard. We'll see you Tuesday night for Indiana Hoosier Hysteria. That will be powered by our friends at Bethel University Athletics. Wrapping it up from the cave, cavemen win it, 57-55. You heard it on the home for Mishawaka High School Sports, 96 won the ton. Good night, everyone, from the cave. Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today.